What's up, Breaking Even podcast listeners? It's your boy, Justin, the host of the Breaking Even podcast, along with LJ. Um, today, we have Jim from Jim and Them, uh, Jim Scampoli, on the podcast. And unfortunately, the beginning of the interview got a little messed up because uh, his audio wasn't coming fully through on uh, our program. So I just want to uh, give a little bit of an intro to him and just say what the first question was so that it doesn't seem confusing when we come in. Um, you could follow him at Jim and Them on Twitter. You can find uh, Jim and Them podcasts, jimandthem.com. You can find another podcast that he hosts called Shows What You Know at showswhatyouknow.com. And uh, you could subscribe to Jim and Them's Patreon at patreon.com slash Jim and Them. Um, in the beginning of the episode, I at, we introduced ourselves and then I asked him uh, what it was that made him want to start a podcast. And he started going into uh, different types of talk radio that he was into when he was younger, like Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony, and Ron and Fez. And then that's right where the interview picks up. So sorry about that. Hopefully, if we have him on in the future, this won't happen again. <laughs> and uh, I never realized how truly hard it is to do a cold open to something. So uh, forgive me for this. And if the audio is a little different, it's on my home computer, not at the quote-unquote studio. So without further, further ado, uh, we welcome Jim Scampoli to the podcast, and he will get into the first question. Uh, I don't know. We would just talk about having our own radio show and what that <laughs> would be like. Yeah, and, and it, even early on, you guys are definitely like kind of comparable to Opie and Anthony because it was like the style that you guys had, basically. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's just weird because it didn't feel like people were big into talk radio. It still felt like an old guy type of thing. Mm -hmm. or it felt like... A, um, or like a blue collar, like, ah, oh, I got my lunch pail, I got to do my commute. Yeah, <laughs> and, I drive uh, a bus, That's all. I listen yeah. to Stern all day. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, we would try to, like, like we'd do our own, like, just in conversation, have references to, oh, this bit and that bit. Mm -hmm. and it just felt like it wasn't a thing people were really into. I don't want to make it seem like, oh, we're ahead of the curve. No, listen, Jim and them are pioneers. We all know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where it came from. We would always talk about real kid radio and we and I mean, Internet radio was a thing. I mean, I can't act like that wasn't a thing. There were people that had like I forget what was called like Radio 365 mm -hmm. or one of those okay. like streaming sites. And we would just make little production bits using just clips of uh, like TV shows and stuff, TV mm -hmm. shows and movies and music and whatever. Yeah. And we would always just kind of we talk about real kid radio and doing shows and then eventually like podcasting uh i guess the first podcast i ever heard was ricky gervais mm -hmm. so nice yeah i, was I still and haven't then, listened to that one because you know something about ricky gervais just doesn't sit with me right in uh in 2021 you know <laughs> oh really yeah that's true he's a little, he's a little bit problematic he's yeah a little bit, uh, <laughs> uh and, and it was weird because he did a podcast which was essentially i guess he had a radio show or something mm -hmm. on bbc radio and then they flipped that into an audio book because I guess he wanted to sell it because obviously, like, at the time, there I guess there there wasn't, like, the, a lot of all the millions the of dollars in podcasts like there is now. Yeah. Uh, and then it just kind all of grew Spotify from that. money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so it grew from that. We were just like, oh, well, we could do, we could uh, just record these shows and put them out in podcast form. And then it was just digging around on what that means as far as, like, I mean, again, like, I... I I'm the old guy, like in my day, <laughs> but I mean, literally in my day, it really was like <laughs> podcasts were a thing, but it was always you had to explain to someone what it was. Yeah. And never it was mind like your dirty little secret. <laughs> yes. And never mind like putting one together and figuring out like nowadays, there's so many websites. It's very easy. They're like, this is podcasts, you know, just go here. Mm -hmm. All you do is upload, write this shit. Uh, but then it was like back then it was like building a feed and trying to figure out how that feed worked. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But Cause there's it, no it, anchor back then basically where you could literally no. just put your shit up and they're going to put it up no matter what. It's like, you have to like literally go to the source to get it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it was like, there still was a few sites like there was like feed burner is what we use and we use mm -hmm. that for the longest time. But it was just kind of understanding, like, what the fuck is a feed and what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Does that get it on iTunes? It does get it on iTunes. Cool. Like, there <laughs> is we there go. a satellite that it goes to? It's yeah. like, oh, sorta. <laughs> but yeah, it just definitely kind of came out of talk radio, and um, um, I mean, I guess also like the extension of that is I would always make like skits and stuff with my friends, and did just you try um, to figure out ways to make content? 
did you have a person because obviously you started gym well it's not obvious to everybody maybe but to me it's very obvious that you started gymming them with uh jake and brandon but yes. did you have anybody when you lived uh back on the east coast that you were going to start a podcast with essentially like this yeah no because that was like for sure even more pre-podcast because mm-hmm. i'm i'm from massachusetts originally uh east coast baby yeah. Well, I'm talking to a couple uh, New Yorkers, the right? The best coast, uh, oh, right? <laughs> well, it's a Jersey, but yeah. Yeah. he's New York. Same shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Stone's <laughs> throw. So it wasn't like podcasts really for then. I mean, we still, my brother and I were still the only people I knew that listened to talk radio. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about talk radio. Yeah, right, but right. I had a, we had a website, Real Kid Productions, where we would shoot sketches and again like that's awesome i feel like i'm always too early for shit because (laughs) that was before youtube it was like what 2002 2003 so i'd have to upload like real player or windows uh movie not windows movie maker but like wmv files files. yeah Mm -hmm. i'd have to upload those to a website and then try to explain to people no you got to go to the website you got to download the video And then you can watch our our skit. Uh, so it was like, you know, I was doing yeah, that very shit. Complicated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. know what you mean because it's the same thing being in a band. It's like, although it's the opposite reason because now it's like, okay, yeah, you're in a band. Cool. But you have to be like, no, it's really important to me, actually. Like, you should be yeah. interested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, because I, I mean, now, especially with a podcast, because it feels like everyone has a podcast. Yeah, that, exactly. It's funny because, like, we started this last year because we couldn't play shows and we were like, we got to do something, I guess. So, and now I'm looking at people starting podcasts this year and I'm like, you guys are late. And I'm like, no, I was actually late. <laughs> we oh, think great. we're ahead of the curve. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you remember what like programs and equipment you did like you used the first time that you recorded or the first couple times for podcasting? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, dude. We just used um, we just used one USB mic, it was just one <laughs> awesome. microphone. Uh, and again, yeah, like you said, I, it really did come from like three guys and a mic because <laughs> I was like, oh, because we're we we I I worked with uh, Jake and Brandon who were my two original co-hosts. And we'd just be shooting the shit at work like, oh, we could do this. We could just do like a, a podcast uh, mm-hmm. of this. And I was like, I think all we need is a microphone. And <laughs> so it was just a USB mic and it would be like on this side of the room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as long as we're all just facing the USB mic, that would work. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of works. Like it works better than you'd expect. But I mean, of course, it's shit in comparison yeah. to like equipment and, and stuff you can get now. Yeah, we did a podcast um, like in like a some we were like away somewhere and we only had two mics and I only expected to do it with one person at a time. But they it was three people and they all just put the mic on the table and just like stood in front of it. And luckily it sounded yes. fine. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because I think even like Jake, um, who was one of my original co-hosts, but he's, you know, he lives in other states. Yeah, he's dead. Unfortunately, he has his own <laughs> podcast and it sounds good. And I think he told me he just uses his phone. That's yeah, crazy. it kind of sounds like that. I could see that. Um, but yeah, it was just one USB mic. I forget the audio recorder software I used. It was some like really piece of shit program. Probably Audacity. Uh, <laughs> Audacity. Wasn't even like not even. It was like TAR recorder or oh, TRR recorder because I used to use it to record. I think O and A when I was at work, I would use it use it just record from my computer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I would edit in Audition one point five and like. I'm such stuck in my ways. I still use Audition 1.5. Uh, <laughs> so old. I think it. I think it's technically Cool Edit Pro, and Adobe bought it and just named it Audition 1.5. Yeah, for uh, all I the people have, like you who still want it. Yeah. <laughs> I have the new one, and I use it for other stuff, but I don't use it. I use Audition 1.5 to keep Jim and them real, dude. I get it. I get it. It's funny because I we record on LJ's computer. I send it to myself, so I have two versions of like every episode: one without yeah. music and one with music. And it's like I could do it here, I guess, but I don't know. <laughs> it's stuck in your ways. Um, yeah. So, um, being that you you host a, uh, a podcast about shows, what are the three top shows you would recommend for somebody to watch? Oh, for TV shows? Yes. Of all time. I mean, and I know it's like, I guess, weirdly enough, our Sopranos 
Because Sopranos, to me, especially after the rewatch, and it's kind of a hack thing to say, <laughs> is that it is, it's like the greatest show. It's, um, it's up there. And it feels like it's gotten a lot more shine, I think, even with like quarantine. It's like something yeah, people definitely. brought back to rewatch. Yeah, because so, they like, just, unfortunately, they also started that other podcast, like Talking Sopranos or whatever, with the two yeah. guys from Sopranos. And I think that kind of brought it up recently, especially because yeah, a lot of people help. are into that. Which, it's so bizarre because we we uh, we were doing shows with Neil for a while, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was talking to Jacob, and I found out he had never watched Sopranos. Yeah, like, fuck <laughs> it, we got to do that. And we started in like 2018, and basically, right as we were discussing the finale, is when Talking Sopranos announced like a trailer. Yeah, and it in a way, I was like, oh, thank God, because if that was already going on, we never would have even done the show. Yeah, and um, plus, I guess yours is kind of different because you guys do like an episode-by-episode by episode breakdown. I guess they just have like stories and stuff like it yeah. about it, right? Yeah, because I've listened to their podcast, and uh, Michael Imperioli's great. I like Steve Sharipper a lot, but he's a terrible host because he's constantly <laughs> interrupting uh, uh, Michael Imperioli. Yeah. But also, <laughs> listening to it, I do realize there is still value in like more of a viewer uh, discussion of the podcast. Yeah, exactly. discuss... I mean, they get into subtext and stuff as well, but we get more into the episode and we just kind of discuss some of the themes and thoughts that we have on it. Mm-hmm. They get into like behind the scenes stuff, which is cool, but it totally is different. But yeah, Sopranos for sure. Um, and what one of my go tos is Gilmore Girls, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> classic. And I'm not classic. looking around. Uh, it's I I understand. I mean, I think it's probably changed a bit now. I think I think some people have broken through and watched it, but because it seems like such a, I get it. It's like that's a chick show, or that's <laughs> this or that. But it's just a well written, well acted. Like I guess I like that it's something I would never make. Yeah. Not that I'm mm-hmm. saying I'm as good as David Chase, and I would make a show as good as The Sopranos. But you but are I saying like, I get it. <laughs> I would. I could write like gangster stories or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Even Sopranos yeah. is more than that, but. I would never sit and make a show about three generations of women all <laughs> growing up, and, uh, small town life and the way it works. I think um, the thing that deters most people from uh, just not thinking it's a total girl show is like the commercials used to just be like a super sad song with like compilations totally. of them crying and fighting. <laughs> totally. And then even like the DVD packages and stuff like that, they were all like, pink and had leaves and fall yeah. and everything like it was it was going for for a thing um and then probably the shield the shield nice. is one of my uh favorite shows i think that show is super super underrated i rewatched it a couple years back and i i may even want to do a uh, thing with jacob uh discussing it nice but um i, I mean i know it's typical like anti-hero breaking bad sopranos but uh, I think it's super underwatched and un- underrated. Yeah, uh, it's something I used to watch when I was, I think as it was coming out, and uh, I think as it was on cable, I never really got to like watch it in its uh, entirety. in its entirety. But mm-hmm. it's definitely always something I wanted to come back to because I remember it being fantastic, and it was one of those shows that like I felt like nobody else was. Uh, I would be like, "Hey, have you ever watched the show?" And everybody would be like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, whatever." And I was like, "But it's good. Like, you got to check it out. It's actually, it's actually good." It's one of the first shows that was like, because especially it was in, in the early two thousands as well. So there were cable shows, obviously, like The Sopranos and shit. But uh, that was one of the first shows that was just like on. It wasn't premium cable. But it was on cable where they were cursing. Yeah, I mean, they weren't saying fuck, but it was like, oh my god, they're saying shit. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a lot grittier. Yeah, and especially when it gets in the later seasons, the tension and the suspense on that show, uh, I don't feel like really any show has matched. It's it's really it's super good. Um, you know, I always wondered, like, how did you and Jacob decide that you were going to do this podcast together? Because I know that Jacob was like a Jim and them fan who made kind of like that animation stuff for you guys right at first. And yeah. then you guys made the podcast afterwards. So what what made you decide to do this podcast together? Um, I think initially it was I was actually initially I was was around. I remember when Better Call Saul was starting up, I'd mentioned a Jake. Sprague, I was like, oh, maybe we should do a show like discussing that. And we kind of talked about it, but it just never came together. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And you used to and do those straight. old shows like the Watch This with uh, Scarecrow a lot that seem similar yeah. to shows what you know. So I guess it's for like sure, yeah, because I love movies and then the, to an ex- to the extension, especially more recently with the way TV shows have been mm-hmm. uh, like so so leet, dude. Um, <laughs> and I got big into TV, and yeah, and now I because rem- then it, so we didn't do Better Call Saul, and then Stranger Things was coming up, and it was before Stranger Things like blew up. Yeah, but uh, I was I remember seeing the trailer and I was like, this looks cool. And then I just hit up Jacob and I was asking him, I was like, hey, sh- maybe we should get together. We we could uh, discuss this upcoming Netflix show. Mm-hmm. And at first he was like, well, because he th- I think he thought I meant for our my Patreon. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I was actually thinking of doing like a TV discussion podcast, but I don't know if I'd want to do it behind someone's paywall. And I was like slow down i was like we we could just do a podcast it's fine hey take it easy Um, you're like listen i'm taking all your wages and you're doing it for me and that's it (laughs) Uh, so we do have strangerthingspodcast.com does go to our website nice Um, perfect but i mean we still kind of guess missed the boat we didn't um i'm i'm forgetting I'm forgetting what the name of this uh, shows what you know show was, but it was the one where you guys picked uh, two concepts and like uh, put them together. Oh, yeah, yeah, blank meets blank. Yeah, blank meets blank. Yes, I love that one. I hope you guys do more of that in the future because it was just so funny to hear like the Saved by the Bell mixed with anime. Like that episode was great, and <laughs> the actually, Netflix one. Yeah, we actually have a season two that is recorded. Jacob's Perfect. editing. So it, we have and we have some really good ones coming up. Um, and yeah, you can find Blank Meets Blank at showsareyouknow.com. Yeah, it's a That's great awesome. show. Um, so to get back to Jim and them, um, <laughs> this might be a, maybe a personal question, but uh, who is your favorite co-host who is no longer on the show and why is it Joe Barry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because Joe Barry, he's just an all-around everyman. Uh, <laughs> Ladies love him. Yeah, he comes in with the energy. He's a likable dude. He got bullied uh, off the show, as we all know. <laughs> yes, he got bullied off the show after uh, one of our co-hosts that left and then came back and decided to turn into an alpha. Yeah, uh, Mike just came really in pissing his- on the studio. He's like, get him out of here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is interesting because on our show we have kind of I guess not a ton, but we've had enough people kind of cycle in and out. Mm-hmm. I guess actually a lot now I think about it. Cause yeah, was, there's like four people, people that, from what I remember that were like permanently on and then not on anymore. Yeah, because for people that don't know, yeah, as we mentioned, it started off with myself, my, my friend Brandon, and my friend Jake. And then Brandon was very unreliable and was almost kind of the death of a show of the show mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, when something, when we just start doing something and you're supposed to have three people and one person do- always doesn't show up. And it's also such a new thing anyways. It could have easily just gone away. Yeah. And uh, then you guys, I think like what, like episode 13, you had like a big blow up and it was like, okay, this is over. <laughs> yeah. Well, we even had, we had an episode six, which is our first. So within, yeah, by our sixth episode, we had our first big blow up. <laughs> we didn't even release the episode for like a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then episode 13, we had a big argument on air, but then it's, like when those things happen, when it's done, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool that we have that recorded. On, on. Yeah, <laughs> actually yeah. recorded. Yes, yeah. So then we had that, and then we just dis- Jake and I just had to decide. Like, oh, I'm sorry if my computer <laughs> sounds are coming through. It's okay. It's uh, all right. Jake, Jake and I just had to decide. Like, well, hey, we want to keep doing this, and we are just if he shows up, it's cool. Uh, if he doesn't, we'll just keep going and go from there mm-hmm. and then uh, you know we have jeff now and then we had mike and then jeff was sporadic sometimes with work and then mike left the show for a while then we had joe barry then we had Kristen thorson joe barry left when mike came back Kristen left because i think she's ashamed of us <laughs> i don't want to i don't ever want to say that to her but it feels like she had like a woke moment and was like i'm done i'm <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm talking shit about her or something, but I, I, and I don't even, I haven't really specifically talked to her about this. I kind of feel the same way, but I get it. I mean, sometimes we go probably too far, but <laughs> even though it's all just goofs. Yeah, exactly. And she's kind of not about that, which is fine. But yeah, yeah I mean, I she was know. great on the show too when she was on. Like, oh, I loved her on the show. I, like, mm. I listened to that episode where she leaves and she sings Rainbow Connection. I'm like, I'm actually really sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so who was your uh, who's not there anymore that uh, you I guess wish was still there? Well, I mean, I got to go with Jake, right? Because <laughs> Jake's one of my the one of the OG hosts, mm-hmm. and it still feels like I love him. I mean, the uh, like the core of when we like found what the show is is when it was the four of us, when it was me, Jake, Jeff, and Mike all together, mm-hmm. when we kind of really got into it. And, and also, like, I just learned how to do a show with Jake, uh, and I feel like you you can hear that through our early episodes and to, like, the energy or the vibe or attitude that we have now. The format. Um, yes, yeah. I would, not, I would not say we peaked or anything like that, as some people might want to say. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> the best is yet I to feel, come. <laughs> I feel like when we found that, found that groove and found like how to do it, uh, it was when we were all together. So yeah, I no, I know what you're saying. It's kind of like us. Like we have like five different bands, but like over time, but it's literally been like a cycle of like similar people. And then we came to that where it's like, we always want to have this person and always want to have that person. Cause we made yeah. a band with them. Um, yeah, exactly. so who's on the show that you want off? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Jeff and Mike. <laughs> yeah, just the the gym only show, Jim and no yeah, one else. <laughs> so, uh, so you just passed uh, episode six 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 on Friday. What's yes, it sir. What's it like Metal. to uh, you know be ripping it like you know number of the beast? How, how does it feel? It really, feel, well, really getting up hand, there. On one hand, it feels like we should have done more. Uh, in celebration of that episode, mm-hmm. like whether it be production or just side bits, although or I do summon think the devil. A, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> although I do think it was a great episode. Um, yeah. I get I, this is just a general feeling I have, though, is um, I feel like I wish I had more time, like sometimes to have more production done mm-hmm. um, and something like that, just because it's a goofy, it's just a goofy excuse to do something fun. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Prepared. It's just tough to pull the time together. I still think we've been doing awesome episodes and yeah. I still think oh. we do a great show, but yeah, I wish for, especially like when stuff like that comes up, if we just had a, a little bit more time for, for production. So speaking of like having more time, you guys used to do all these like sketches all the time. I, it was way yes. before I was like a uh, active fan. So yeah. you're, I mean the, the last one was the finale, which came out like as I found you guys basically, but what, what got you guys into doing those sketches in the first place? Well, that was always the, the initial plan was we wanted to do a podcast and like uh, more sketches. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's um, awesome. Because we did some in the beginning with Brandon, mm-hmm. um, and then like you know again like it was the 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 biggest hurdle around that time, and I guess it's still to an extent now. It was because uh, it would just be me, Brandon, and Jake. Mm-hmm. So then, if we're trying to film stuff, like that's it. Like sometimes you need more help. Yeah, yeah. And it's Especially with like to- the production that went up when you guys had it later. Like you definitely need more yeah. people at that point. So it's always tough because then, yeah, you want like, and even then, now yeah, that was just we just shot with a camcorder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't fucking think he was doing that, but uh, we okay. just shot like with the a price. camcorder. <laughs> and now, like now, we would have lights and we would have like audio, so we need people for that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it that just gets tougher and tougher, especially as you start getting older and uh, everyone's got work, they got this shit, they got that bullshit. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of the initial what we wanted to do. And again, I guess we we're kind of ahead of the curve, but at the wrong time, because we would make these holiday specials, but they'd be like anywhere from 15 minutes to like 40 minutes long. Uh, and that was back is, when people were like, it needs to be three minutes or nobody's paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was because nowadays, I mean, it's still probably too long, no. but it, it was more unheard of then because yeah, every YouTube video was like five minutes or under. Yeah. Like nowadays, people will put together a whole fucking documentary on a meme, and it's like two hours long, and people sit and watch it. I saw <laughs> I somebody made a video the other day. They ranked every single episode of The Simpsons, and it was six hours long. And people were like, "Yes, he works so hard." I'm like, six hours is a fucking long time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, and, and it's just tough because it would be like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still, I love doing them, and I would love to do more. And I have like. I do meet uh, like re- recently uh, Jake and I usually hop on zoom like once a week now and like kind of spitball ideas. That's why we've had a couple little small videos pop out here and there. <laughs> yeah. Like you guys are making those YouTube videos and Jake is making a lot of like 
clickbait videos right yes, like recently. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we do want to try to get into more of that, but that was always the initial idea. Um, so what do you think is like your the one that you had I'm sorry, the one that you had most fun filming uh of the specials? Ooh. Ooh. That's a good question. Um let me think. Maybe you know what? It might be the uh the um the end of the world special, I'm mm-hmm. thinking. That was we did a Christmas one. Yes. But it was uh, the the. It, I mean, th- th- this goes to how long ago it was because in t- 2012. So we were playing <laughs> off of the 2012 end of the 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 world because we were already doing holiday specials. So the twist was when it started off as a Christmas special and turned into the end of the world special. Like we we didn't get raptured with everyone else because we're pieces of shit. Yeah, because uh, because Jeff was always trying to like convince you guys to believe in Christ and the other ones, and then this time he's like, "Fuck it, yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter." <laughs> Yeah, so that that was probably the funnest one. Although the finale special was super fun as well, but that one was more like that one was tough because it was more logistics involved of like because we were filming with Jake who lives in California, so we actually had to like plan around where we were shooting reactions, but he was in another state, and then you know having his scenes ready for him to shoot. Okay, he yeah, was there, and then dealing. There was a time. I don't mean to throw Jeff under the bus, but <laughs> we kept filming. We we're filming in a cemetery a few times, and one time we had to wait for Jeff for like an hour and a half. Like I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he was doing. He's just I chilling. Used, like he overslapped, did whatever. We got like sunburned waiting for him, just hanging out <laughs> in the cemetery. Cemetery kept being like, "Oh, I'm on my way, on my way." Uh, that was that was one of those where it was like it was fun, but and I was glad I did it. But it was one of those where I was like, I couldn't wait till it was done because yeah. it. Kind of, <laughs> I really like uh, that one yeah. because it uh it has like that the the like going back in time thing and that like he keeps like no matter what it's going to happen basically like you know <laughs> yeah. for a fact he's going to die like we know but it's just like the whole time it's like this anxiety attack of like are they going to stop him are they going to stop him <laughs> Yeah I thought I I really liked yeah story wise it's one of my favorites Yeah but yeah probably shooting would be the end of the world special cuz it felt like we had uh it was more of a culmination too because we had learned a lot filming the other stuff and we had it was one of the first times we had better equipment and we had access to like a real studio to shoot in and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so it was awesome yeah i like that one and i really like the one uh where jake is like the boss at uh at like i forget what it's called it was one of the ones for the film festival where yes you're at like some office and like he keeps murdering everybody <laughs> yeah that was from the the 48 hour film festival we had pulled the horror genre so we got to kind of oh yeah. i mean obviously it's still comedic but we wanted to make it somewhat like have some have some uh creepiness to it and jake gets to be the crazy uh new office manager that kind of take picks us off one by one um i gotta say my uh my favorite sketch was actually the halloween special number two where um <laughs> oh, nice. Where somebody brings the Fago to the party and everybody ends up turning into Juggalos. <laughs> um, yes. And speaking of which, uh, just just because you're here today, we we got oh, ourselves yeah. we got ourselves some Fago. So uh, if by the end of the day we start singing ICP and have our faces painted, don't be surprised. <laughs> so you guys just got the regular cola flavor. Or you got some. Uh, it's some a diet Fago Fago and it's cola. Yeah, the nice. cola. We had ginger ale one yeah, time. That it was, was pretty good. I mean, obviously, one of the biggest springboards that we had, and it comes up a lot with listeners, uh, was when the Miracles video came out for ICP in 2010. Mm -hmm. And obviously, it was a big meme. It was a big joke. But we we put up a commentary on it because we discussed it on the show. But it was kind of like right before it blew up. Like the timing on it was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking magnets. (laughs) And honestly, not to like, I mean, again, I guess maybe suck my own dick or something, but I feel like I remember searching at the time and that wasn't a thing people did on YouTube. Like commentaries, yeah. I, I, I didn't see anything similar to, to that. I that think was commentaries were more like 2015 when they were getting popular and you guys were doing them yeah. like five or six years before that. So Yeah, because I, I remember like just searching commentaries in general just to see what people were doing because that was more in everyone was sitting on their bed talking to their webcam mm-hmm. uh, stage of YouTube, which is still has not fully gone away. Yeah, but now exactly. you do have more commentaries and like video essays and it wasn't really a thing, but yeah, it was just kind of, to me, it was a no brainer when we were like, Oh, we could do a Halloween special. And I was like, well, if we just did 
juggalos in place of zombies. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. It's so great. Yeah. I love that one. I also love the part with Brandon when they're like, he's like, don't drink the Fago. And you guys are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, we can't even understand you. <laughs> um, uh, I just yeah. love that we- at one point that it comes back in and everyone's just sitting there singing the songs along and like sipping on the soda. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's great. Yeah, um, I love it. I also, another popular uh, commentary by you guys, which is the one that I like, I cried. I will watch this video now and probably still cry laughing is the uh, the Bad Shrooms incident one with oh the, oh, yeah, the guy dude, freaking out. Get, I think that's our most viewed video. And we still I still get comments all the time. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, all the meat I've eaten, I forgive myself. <laughs> and dude, there, we get comments on that video from people that think we're there because they're always like, <laughs> They're like those dudes that are laughing at him in the room. They're like making it worse. I'm like, do these people oh not understand what is <laughs> what this video is? They're like, I just went on YouTube.com for the first time. Found the, found these guys making fun of this guy who's tripping. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up, bro? <laughs> it's so great too because somehow that became like, like you couldn't really find the real video. You could only find our commentary of it, and that's opens up another can of worms because some people get annoyed. Because obviously they don't want to hear. They want to just see the video, not hear us talk about it. Oh yeah, but, but like, it's like that's what a commentary is. <laughs> yeah, and and the actual video is under like some other name. It's not called like Bad Shroom Trip or anything like that. So yeah, it's, it's, I think it's called the Jefferson Jefferson Street Incident. That's what I remember. Yeah, and I think even in some cases it's called just like uh, Excited Delirium. So <laughs> like fix your SEO, cops. Nice try. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. How are we supposed to find it? Um, what do you think's the commentary besides miracles and this one that you like, you know, it could be like one of those random in between ones in the last, like maybe like five or six years where you had like a lot of fun doing and maybe got like a lot of notoriety from. I, uh, the most recent to me, I, I mean, I guess it was just last year is our Corey Feldman, um, um, the documentary. Yeah. What the hell? My the truth. <laughs> yeah. My truth. Yeah. We did the, my truth commentary. And I mean, I guess speaking of things that are long, because I think that's like over an hour, it's like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's basically his movie, except I mean, I did cut out a good, a good amount initially to edit it down for us to discuss on the show. Yeah. And then for the commentary, I trimmed that down a little bit more. And just the fact that they tried to hit us with a copyright strike on it and I fought back and they just gave up. So they <laughs> nice. up. they're like, we're not, we're not uh, big enough for these elite hackers uploading our videos somewhere else. <laughs> and I mean, cause we are, we do talk through basically the whole thing. It's not like we're playing that many, that long scenes of his movie, but I'd played it like not too long ago and I was cracking up at it. So yeah, that one's great. I, I was there and we get a lot of, I mean, we do get a, it goes back and forth because if you don't listen to it, if you think we're just making fun of him for being like a victim or whatever, but that's not, it's not as cut and dry as that because we, we've studied Corey it's, yeah, it's the whole story. We know the story and we know his point of view and it's, it's different than I understand if you just see it on paper, you're like, Oh, that poor guy. And these dudes are making fun of him. But that's not, if you actually listen to what we're saying. So we get a lot of people that hate us. They think we're monsters, but there's a good <laughs> amount of people that listen to it and they understand like what we're making fun of. We're not just making fun of him as a victim because even he himself like puts everything on his quote friend. Corey yeah, King. exactly. Yeah, he's such like a, he's one of those people that literally like, uh, well, everything that bad that's happened to anybody in his life is like now his thing to be a victim of. Yeah. <laughs> And it's so obvious. I don't know how anybody could defend him, but you know, there's people who will defend fucking anybody. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, so yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Um. So what's the uh, what's the best part of doing the podcast? What's the best part of uh, you know the Jim and them community and and the whole thing you guys have uh, put together over the last you know 14 years? Well, I mean, yeah, the the community for sure. I know it's like a cornball thing to say. It's not. Um, not at all. But because uh, because given we're not we're not a huge show, but, you know, I'm thankful that like it's it's hard. I mean, obviously, you guys know you've been doing a podcast for a year. It's like especially now since there's so many shows and everyone's doing content on the yeah. Internet. So it's so hard to just get people to check out your stuff, let alone like listen to of, long form. Yeah. Yeah. And, like build build an audience. So that's great. And to the extent of like getting older. 
one of the best things is just the general idea of it being an excuse to kind of kick it with your friends once <laughs> you know because it's it's like you know like it's an old fogey thing to say but it gets like harder and harder to just like mm -hmm. make those excuses and like even though sometimes if i'm like uh, you know it's a rough week or uh, you know work in the morning that type of shit and you're like tired but once we like hop on and we're bullshitting and everyone's laughing and you know people in the chat are reacting like that's fucking awesome yeah, yeah. You, you get to really lay into it and it's like you know it makes everything else like not really matter as much so For do you sure. do you like i mean i guess this is an obvious answer but do you like doing a live podcast more or like a pre-recorded one or is it just different yeah i mean i guess it is different um i i, I prefer doing it live because even when even if we record it's not like even when we were recording i mean well, i guess maybe not in the first like 20 episodes or whatever it was 30 mm -hmm. episodes yeah, those like were after edited. that yeah but even like now when i do a podcast with jacob discussing tv we're not really editing it too yeah. much we're we're still discussing it as a, as a, as if it's a live show cuz i get the impression sometimes when i listen to a lot of podcasts you can and maybe it's just because I've, you know, edited podcasts for over a decade. Yeah. I can hear it. I can hear the edits sometimes, like just listening to it. Yeah, we don't and really yeah, edit either because it's like, yeah. what's the point of talking like this if we're going to edit it? We might as well just like talk in a way that we know we'll edit it, you know? For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I'm, I don't want to like say that that's bad or whatever, but I do. I enjoy the energy of like, all right, hey, we're, do, we're, we're doing it. Yeah. yeah so. Naturally flowing conversation. Yeah. Because even like on Patreon stuff, that's pre-recorded, but it's still done in the same style. Mm -hmm. Like unless there's something completely absurd, where like uh, or like we we get stalled or something, and then we'll have to edit out some dead air. But I mean, that's re rarely done. It's more just keeping that atmosphere of like, okay, the mics are on, we're doing it now. Let's finish. Let's just do it and finish it. So um, with the Patreon, uh, how when you guys first made the Patreon until now, like how has it changed the either like workflow of the podcast or like how you guys feel about it? Like, is it is it does it feel more worth something doing it now that you have this Patreon that also like kind of funds it, or is or is it no different? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's totally helped. I mean, it's weird. Cause there've been some times where I've thought like, ah, maybe we get rid of the Patreon or something. Um, mm -hmm. just cause sometimes like, I mean, this was a couple years ago. It, it just felt more like a headache, but okay. I haven't felt that way in a long time. And it's, it's, it's super nice. Cause I mean, back in the day, it was just be like me and Jake were like funding everything, funding the, the web storage, the equipment we need if something goes out. Yeah. So it's really nice to have like a Patreon, whether it be, oh, we want to get a new mixer or uh, like we're doing right now with uh, we're doing like the skate decks. Like, mm -hmm. like it's had this idea like, oh, maybe we should get a couple of uh, skate decks to sell. And it's like, oh, OK, well, we actually have some money where if we want to just throw a little bit in and see if it's popular or not or see if people are interested in it yeah it, it it totally helps feel more legit and not uh and it picks up the slack when we do just want to up our game every now and then what's the uh what's the show that you like doing the best on the patreon because you have like woke show and uh take me to church and then like a movie commentary every month and stuff like that so what's the one you have the most fun doing that's a great question it does fluctuate but i'd say probably it would still be movie commentaries i love doing those mm -hmm. Um, even though we're usually like picking the worst movie <laughs> that you could find to watch, you <laughs> have to sit through, but, uh, I don't know. I think it's super fun. I don't know. I loved Captain America from the 1990s. That was a great <laughs> <movie>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause even sitting through a bad movie, uh, it, it's just super fun to, to try to work with it. And sometimes we'll just get caught up in minutia and it's still fun to just bullshit about how bad things are. But I love when we can find like a recurring bit of like when a certain character comes up and we have his storyline that we've built. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that shit's super fun. And I, I like that. Um, I mean, I know there are other things that do like obviously mystery science and stuff like that. Uh, I never got into them. And I know their stuff's a little bit more scripted. Like yeah, I've probably heard of them. The I never movie. listened to either. Yeah. And I think from my uh, understanding, they'll kind of each watch the movie and like script little jokes. But ours is like completely on the fly so i i really like that those are my favorite so uh when will real ass people every day make its return 
<laughs> dude, I'm always thinking about it. I'm always thinking about it. <laughs> I love... Well, I'll, no, just, I'll just say it's probably just be one of those one of those things where like all of a sudden on the show we'll be like oh here's the mixtape yes <laughs> there's no point trying to say when it's going to come out because it's yeah. I, now I guess I know what it's like when everyone's like hey Dr. Dre when's detox or whatever <laughs> uh, because sometimes you're just like you want to do it but you just forget and the big thing for me with uh, for people that don't know, I'm a rapper. <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly. And the big thing for me is that I haven't been into modern hip-hop. a lot of like, yeah. And and at the time when we were doing it, because we put out two mixtapes, I I was a fan of a lot of that stuff. So I was a fan of the beats and a lot of the music coming out. And mm-hmm. a lot of the newer stuff hasn't gotten me like excited to want to sit down and. I think you guys were talking something. about doing like a, a track to like a six nine song a couple years ago. <laughs> I think that would still be yeah. pretty good, honestly. I think with uh, the Patreon, uh, my favorite show is definitely "Take Me to Church" because I never would have like learned about any of this shit. And it's just funny how much knowledge Jeff has of like every single thing you guys want to talk about with like in relation to Christian religion. And it's just, it's such a good like insight. <laughs> like no, totally. Like, Cause Jeff kind of just came in one, one day and he was like, we could do And I, I don't know if he just heard that song or something. Cause we said song. <laughs> Take yeah. And every time it's like, like look, he, they're about to kiss. I love that part of it. Every time yeah. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and yeah, he was sending me links of all these like, uh, we started just discussing all the violence in the Bible. So like the specific violent stories. Yeah. And yeah, it worked out great because I'm the same way. Like some things I do remember from just growing up and then other things, it's like Jeff's explaining to me these insane tales from the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Next thing I know, we're like going through the whole Bible and we have like five episodes breaking down like the, <laughs> the basic story and some of the like random details. Um, you also have like the woke show, which is basically where you go through like it's it's essentially watching videos of crazy people talk about shit that people believe. What do you think yes. your favorite uh, like topic on like one of those woke shows was, or or like the one that you remember the most? It's tough because it's morphed more into that we've fallen in love with the personalities of the mm-hmm. people. Yeah, <laughs> and by far my favorite personality right now is Remedy H. He's just this crazy <laughs> guy who. Um, I mean, he's obviously lives in squalor, poor person, <laughs> but he makes these videos about, I mean, he even like has gone away from conspiracy videos like that are produced. It's more him like just talking to his phone and he like makes pyramids and puts jewels and stuff out in the woods. To, to harness <laughs> oh, yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I remember from one of the last ones. We actually found him from a conspiracy guy that makes conspiracy videos and he was like a recommended channel he's like you've got to check this guy out but outside (laughs) of that like theory wise um i mean i guess these are personalities as well it was the two shoot i forget what they're called um but it was just like this married couple and they were the ones that did uh justin bieber is actually a woman and (laughs) michelle Michelle obama is a man is actually a man yeah uh and I i forget the names of them they were called the two something like uh uh disciples something like that uh, okay but yeah are those videos because i put those up on our youtube just public mm-hmm. and i'm surprised at the amount of people that comment that are like telling us to shut up they're <laughs> making fun of people that are saying that my michelle obama is actually michael obama and is a man <laughs> and they have like scientific evidence saying like if you're you know uh pointer fingers bigger than your middle finger that means you're a man or something like yeah. that or no it makes sense it makes sense yeah <laughs> if your shoulders are wide enough to have three heads that means you're a man and they have these diagrams of yeah. the people and we're just goofing because it's like this is insane and all the commenters are like shut up close <laughs> how could you say it's this? funny because those are just early QAnon people like before <laughs> oh, QAnon totally. was getting popular yeah. it was like those were the people <laughs> yeah absolutely um, what's your favorite trip that you guys went on from the Patreon? Because like every year, typically when it's not like, the end of the fucking world, you guys will go on like a trip to like I think you went to Japan and like England yep. and stuff like that. So what was the the one you had the most fun on? That's tough. Because yeah, I mean they were both great. Maybe I, England, London might edge it out. Even though I would probably recommend someone go to Japan first. But the thing that pushed it over for London was we got to meet up with a lot of listeners mm-hmm. and. So it was kind of like we just ran into like 
old friends or something like that. Yeah. So the fact that we had people that lived there to show us around. I mean, Kristen had that in Japan because like an online friend of hers had lived there. So she hung out with her while we were there. But when we went to London, yeah, we met up with like a few different listener groups and having them like show us some spots and just kind of going to pubs with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, put that over the top but but tokyo was a fucking blast are you I telling mean, me you didn't time, have more fun at wrestlemania yeah i was gonna say the <laughs> other times at wrestlemania and those were were awesome trips but we were just kind of so close-minded into thinking like what we could do uh-huh and we went to wrestlemania twice and i was like dude we shouldn't go to wrestlemania again we could go to like a fucking another we could leave the country <laughs> i feel like wrestlemania was, is one of the most tiring things ever i went like two years oh. ago or whatever and it's like you get there and then like seven hours later you're like fuck i really don't want to watch wrestling ever again <laughs> yeah because yeah it's just because um it's yeah, you get the wwe plus every other um federation is putting on shit just in the vicinity oh yeah all like the whole conventions, weekend signings yeah. uh but yeah london was great um, it's awesome. Sorry, <laughs> give me one second here. Yeah. Um, so, um, did, was there ever a time like besides early on when you were talking about like episode six and thirteen, where you guys were like getting into arguments? Was there ever a time where you decided where you had like in your head like I'm not doing the podcast anymore, like it's over, like I've had my fun doing it, I just you know I, I'm not into it anymore, and then obviously it must have turned around. But was there ever that time? Um, it wasn't so much like I'm not into it anymore, but there was a thought um, leading up to 400 just because that was kind of like Jake was in town less and less. And then Jeff was also like around less and less mm-hmm. because he had like he was in weird like job fluctuation and. Yeah, I think like eating more pills. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and no, uh, eating mayo, uh, mayo stirred sandwiches or something like that, right? <laughs> and and that was kind of like that was actually around when Mike decided to come back because I remember we had I, I remember talking to Mike, and I was like, well, you know, we got to make it to at least four hundred. That was just kind of and the idea was like, well, if and if we just make it to four hundred and that's that, like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and that's it a wasn't lot. Ever, like, yeah. And it wasn't so much that I didn't want to do it because, I mean, there'd still be thoughts in my head that even if I if we weren't doing gym and them, I would probably be doing something still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at that time, it was just more like as it felt like people were getting busy or pulled away and yeah. it felt like like it was like falling apart. Um, but, you know, obviously that didn't happen. And then Long Mike came and back man. and then, yeah, then Jeff was kind of back more consistently and then Joe Barry went away, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I on an episode maybe like last year or something, you were like, "Yeah, Joe Barry messaged me. He wants to come on, uh, come back on or whatever." And I was like, "Oh," and then he just, I guess that never happened. <laughs> yeah, then he didn't reply again. Like every now and then, I'll run into him, and I'm always like, "Dude, yeah, you got to come back. You come on the show, dude." He's like, "Nope, no, it's okay. I just don't want to see Mike." <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't get yeah made fun of. Um, who do you think like? You know, like Sarah's Sarah's hubby and like the boy Blue and people like that. Like, who do you think your favorite person that you guys found through the show is like that or the one you like to keep up with the most? Yeah, that's tough because for people that don't know, we kind of like stumble upon these YouTube people that no one watches. <laughs> they have like one viewer. <laughs> but, but they make like they have like 100 videos. And there's all these just like random treasure troves that we stumble upon where it's someone just like we become their biggest fans. <laughs> and um, I mean, the boy blue, the boy blue is tough because he's kind of too annoying. He's a juggalo guy. I guess he's got a small audience because people in the juggalo community know who he is. And then there's the Wern, although the Wern, I think, is kind of a meme in some circles. I think people are aware of him a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, what is his name? Cute older daddy, right? That's who he is. Yeah, right? cute yeah. older daddy. <laughs> um, LJ doesn't know, but he's basically this guy who just talks about he wants to fuck younger girls and like how they should yes. fuck him. Ooh, even weirder. <laughs> he's not a like under eighteen though. <laughs> yeah, he's a Gen Xer that wants to get with a Zoomer or like an over eighteen Zoomer because he has science to back it up that his his sperm have longer telomeres because he's an older man. So you'll have a healthier baby. Makes total sense to me. <laughs> I would have to like by process elimination, even though it's like picking my favorite child. Um, <laughs> it would probably have to be Sarah's hubby. Who's a guy that we found through. He made these videos about how to repair his sex doll. 
he has like a five thousand dollar sex doll and he had these videos on how to fix he had like with these weird holes in them her name's obviously sarah uh, love that yeah and her name's sarah and he's sarah's hubby <laughs> but then it turned into we were because he's like super poor mm -hmm. um and he's super dumb. He reminds me but, of my. Uh, I, obviously, you don't know him, but LJ knows him. My my uncle Chuck. He he almost is exactly like him. He's just like this easygoing guy, but has like the worst life ever. <laughs> yes, and it's kind of like his own fault, kind of not his fault. But he he's also kind of handy because we end up watching his videos where he's like building a shotgun house, uh -huh. and it is like the shittiest place. But when he like makes it a little bit better, you're like, yeah, this is yeah, great. And exactly. Then he, you, then he reminds you that he's building like a bedroom for his his fuck doll <laughs> <laughs> and uh like we just get fascinated with like his life because he went from living in a shithole that was just covered in beer cans from just like it was like a tent right yeah he had a tent in his room and they just had beer cans and bottles strewn all about the floor in the dirtiest tub you've ever seen <laughs> got out of that place and then He's been rebuilding a shotgun house, but he's like kind of doing well, even though it's still kind of a shitty place, but you're still impressed by what he can do. So. Yeah. And it's just funny. Like everything that happens to him, he's like, yeah, I gave this house to somebody for some money and they just left it here. He always has like this crazy, insane story <laughs> yeah. to why he's doing bad. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, he was stuck living. Well, not, maybe not living in his car, but he was just kind of stuck in his car for a couple nights because he ran out of gas or some other shit. And it's like. It's gripping. It's like it's it's more gripping than an episode of The Sopranos sometimes. <laughs> it is reality TV, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, Unscripted, yeah. unfiltered. He uh, he's just like uh, I don't know. I, I, it's funny with me. I watch a lot of. I mean, I don't watch a lot of your guys' episodes because I don't watch live a lot. I'm a filthy podcaster, as they say. Yeah. But I listen to all of them. So like these videos of these guys, I've almost never seen half of them. You know, I just listen and I'm like, oh, you guys describe it well enough. <laughs> I do think that's kind of fun. I like the idea because uh, I, I never know how it translates to podcasters. But I mean, I. Like I said, I listen to a lot of talk radio, so I was kind of used to when I no listen visuals. to radio shows, they would do a similar thing sometimes where they'd be playing something and just describing it. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I just kind of hope that people listening on the podcast, they're either still like it's still funny enough and you still can get the idea Definitely. or at the very least, maybe they just kind of get um motivated enough to check out like the twitch or something you so guys basically do a pretty good job of describing everything that happens in the video and the only ones i've ever had to like make sure i watch is like ones where it's like you guys are just laughing the whole time because it's like you can't describe <laughs> every it. now and then we might just erupt yeah <laughs> visual happens and it's like we're just laughing too hard to even stop to try to describe it but yeah uh so one question kind of in the similar vein to how you guys would always ask like if people like porn in a storyline or just like straight up fucking one question we always ask everybody is if you could, would you suck your own dick? Um, it's, you know, I, that's obviously it's something everyone's thought about with like would you <laughs> suck your own dick. And I guess what Mike said, he did suck his own dick, right? Uh, Mike said I a lot like and then went back. <laughs> yeah, no, very true. I feel like sucking your own dicks, a young man's game. Uh, if you, if you ask me that, when I was in like high school or something, I'd probably be like, fuck yeah, I'd suck my own dick. Uh, but now as a, as a grown adult, I'm like, eh, I don't need to suck my own dick. You'd probably be pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say that it feels more like a dick in your mouth than it does feel like you're, uh, than somebody sucking your dick, you know? So it doesn't sound like something I would really be into, but LJ seems to want to suck his own dick really badly. So <laughs> I, I mean, I jerk myself off uh, halfway yeah. there. I can't blame you for wanting to suck your own dick. I just feel like... <laughs> It's similar to because, um, you know, we've we've watched a lot of uh, we've commented on like different sex toys and stuff like that on the show. And one of my go to's is always like it just feels like too much effort at that point. Like it's too much like, yeah, I could just jerk off. I don't need to suck my own dick. I don't need to get a fucking human dead doll to, to lay, in, <laughs> lay there and fuck. Um, you don't want to like, you want to be the, some doll's hubby. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, if that's your thing, though, more power to you. The doll, I think, is where I draw the line. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'll, I'll, uh, I'll become very flexible to suck my own dick, but picking up a doll to have sex with—that's where I draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> if um, I have to maneuver something else, it's, uh, it's a little out of my grips. 
I mean, uh, at the very least, you can brag about sucking your own dick. You can't brag about having like a real doll or like a, one of those robotic like pocket pussies or something like that. That's something you keep to yourself. Exactly. Unless you're or unless you're the bassist of our band. Yeah, literally our bassist. I went, his, I went into his basement the other day and I was about to start playing like out of this amp. He's like, hold on, that's a blowjob machine. And I'm like, what? He's like, don't you see the cheetah print over here? I, I was having like a fun time. Like, this is disgusting. Dude, wow, and it looked like an amp. I, honestly, it looked like a mouse with a hole in it. The the blowjob machine. Oh, but I mean, what? Oh, it was like on the amp. You're saying? Yeah, it was literally sitting on the amp. It was like a small, like it was very, very small. And I'm like, dude, get that shit out of here. <laughs> dude, he told me one time that his mom was like washing the uh, the downstairs shower, which is where he showers. And he's like, dude, like he came to my house and he's like, his mom texted him that she's like, oh, I, is all your laundry out of the downstairs shower? Like a bathroom, I'm gonna I'm gonna clean the, the the bathroom and the shower. And he's like, "Oh shit, dude! You know, I'm pretty sure I left my pocket pussy in the shower." <laughs> and he sent me a picture when he got home, and it's just hanging it's on the rail one. in the shower. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you open the shower, it's just hanging right there on the rail. There's no way you can miss it. But the, well, the great thing about that, because you know that if you're the pa- if you're the parent in that situation, all you, you just have to pretend you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you around it, and I was, you close the shower, and you just walk out. And you don't tell a soul ever what, what happened. I was saying to Justin, I was like, imagine she cleaned it. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew, I cleaned your pocket pussy. I got all the cum out. Yeah, <laughs> she just ring. She rings it out. You see it drip. Now, Andrew, I cleaned your diapers. I can clean your cum. <laughs> and a lot worse stuff that came out of your body. Wow, you seem to have a lot in here. <laughs> um, so the beginning of the episode when I was recording got a little messed up when you went through like all the plugs of everything. So if you just want to go through everything again real quick, just to make sure everybody can oh, hear. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I host a show. I host a podcast called Jim and Them at JimandThem.com. We go live Friday nights, twitch.tv slash Jim and them. Uh, I also discuss television shows at shows what you know.com. I am uh, I am a podcast extraordinaire. Yes, very so, very much so. Um, so uh, one, one last sorry. quick question. Um, Shaggy Two Dope or uh, or Violent J? Who's your favorite? Oh, Shaggy, easy. <laughs> yeah, Violent J is fake. Especially recently with Shaggy doing his own thing, like. Um, like on his Instagram or on his Facebook or whatever, like he was doing the thing where he would have like Roman candles and fireworks mm-hmm. and he would just dance around outside in the snow while yeah. <laughs> off Roman candles and stuff in the air. Plus he's kind of, well, they're both dumb, but Shaggy's dumber in a funnier way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of comes out better. Plus Shaggy's the one that tried to jump kick, um, Fred Durst, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Great yeah, video. Shaggy too dope all the way. Yeah, one of the best things that I saw from you guys last year is like uh, it was like a Fourth of July show, and you guys were watching all these videos of uh, people like blowing up apartments with fireworks, and it was I was yeah. crying laughing. Like they shoot it at some guy standing outside of like a deli, <laughs> and he's just standing there, and it explodes behind him, and he's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a way bigger explosion than you'd expect too. Yeah, and then there's going to be. You think it's going to be like a little like pop or whatever and like spook someone, but it's like this fucking giant explosion like right under someone's legs. Yeah, and then there was like one where they're like, oh, we wild in. They literally threw like a firework into an apartment and blew it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like lit off all their other fireworks. Yeah, it's like pretty good. There's something yeah. so hilarious. I mean, not so much someone like blowing their hand off or something, but uh, yeah, just accidentally lighting off all the fireworks and just kind of <laughs> having to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. But okay, so you can, uh, this is the outro of our podcast now, but you can find us at uh, Breaking Even OF1 on Twitter. You can follow me at Justin underscore Legends. You can follow me as tweeted by LJ. And uh, that will end the episode. So thank you, Jim, for uh, coming on with us. Yeah, thank and you so much for, for coming on and uh, giving us a chance to, to run through some of the uh, the talk with you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was cool, man. And absolutely. I hope I can get to Vegas one day after this is over and come on Jim and them. That's a personal dream of mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So uh, we'll talk to you later.